Hey, everybody. Hi, friends. I'm Megan. And I'm Allison. And today, Megan and I are going to bring you two fantastical treasure hunts. So let's jump in and let's get weird. Yeah, let's get weird. Okay, Allison. <laughs> so, yes. Today I'm going to talk to you about the Fen treasure. Please do because I didn't know this treasure existed until like two yeah, weeks ago. Yeah, two weeks ago. <laughs> and it's already been found, so I didn't even get a chance to <laughs> No, you did not. <laughs> well, that was why this like came up in our sites again was because two weeks ago it had just been found officially, but this has been a a decades-long treasure hunt that's been going on in the Rocky Mountains, which is absolutely bonkers, like 10 years. I mean, that's just a long time. Mm -hmm. I had first heard about it back in high school when, like, with my dad, because we're super into that. I mean, fans of the show know we already talked about Oak Island, so clearly we're into that, yes. like, mysterious hunting kind of out-in-the-wild nature thing. Mm -hmm. But um, this yeah. one in particular was always kind of cool because it was just hidden in the middle of the Rocky Mountains. So... It's called the Fen Treasure because it was buried by this art and antiquities collector named Forrest Fen. And um, just like a little background on him, he was a former Air Force pilot in Vietnam. And he actually ended up burying this treasure because back in the end of the late 80s, he was diagnosed with cancer. And yeah, okay. so and then like it was obviously traumatic and it kind of inspired him to bury the treasure because it got him thinking back to like when he used to explore the outdoors, like he used to go to Yellowstone National mm -hmm. Park and other national parks yeah. with his family. And so he thought that he would bury the treasure and then he planned on the location of the treasure to actually be his final resting place. But he ended up recovering from the illness. Thank goodness. Right. Oh, yeah. Wow. So okay. that's like kind of. So he recovered from it, but he still he still yeah buried he buried it, it anyway because okay. that was what like inspired him to do it like he like it just triggered him yeah. back to those old memories and wanting well, good I know him. right he recovered and he was still able to bury I his know treasure. like I was like good for this guy and also he did it yeah. all by himself like no one was in on it like even his wife didn't know the location of the treasure nobody knew. And he did it on purpose because yeah. he didn't want people to cheat, you know, but he was really serious mm -hmm. about this treasure. And I mean, serious, like this thing was like a treasure box. Literally part of the treasure was the box itself. It was like a bronze mm -hmm. box from the 12th century. And wow. I know the box alone played like it weighed close to 20 pounds, which is insane. And then he said the inside, the contents of the box were another 22 pounds all of jewels and gold buried in there. So insane. I, like absolutely bonkers. I mean, this old man had to take two trips from his car just to bury the treasure yeah. because it was so heavy, mm -hmm. which is like pretty yeah. wild in my opinion, yeah. right? Like bonkers. Yeah. So he buried this thing back in 2010 and he first revealed that he had buried the treasure in an autobiography that he published called The Thrill of the Chase, which was a memoir. Okay. And so like mm -hmm. all throughout his memoir, he like littered hints of the location throughout the stories. And then he even published a poem that had nine clues in it. But wow, so everything was pointing. Yes, everything. But outright he had only said that the treasure was buried in the mountains somewhere north of Santa Fe. So huge. Wow. Yeah. Like over time through interviews, he ended up narrowing down the location. But like when I say narrowing down, I mean like literally it went from like 
it's somewhere above Santa Fe and it could include Alaska at that point to like it being in the contiguous United States and then narrowing it down to like, okay, it's like, it's definitely in the mountains and like above like 5,000 feet or something like that. But he really didn't give much and he wouldn't, he didn't want to give people, give it away, which actually led to like some people suing him because they thought that he was like falsely making this claim that he buried treasure because he didn't, yeah, he didn't like show proof of that the fact that he buried the treasure or anything. He wanted it to be a total secret. But why did they sue him? Because well, like for, for what grounds did they sue him? Just like false information I, without even like going to look for it. Partially <laughs> that I think also it, part of it could have been like there was like a lot of legal grounds for this because like he had buried this treasure and people literally quit their jobs to go find it. it and like screwed up wow. their lives which isn't exactly his fault but like it was the fact that he didn't no. show that there was definitely proof of it but like yeah. he just wanted people to enjoy the outdoors and to find it on their own at like a real treasure hunting you know what i mean um that's mm -hmm. like a great goal personally in my opinion like go outside go explore nature be safe about it but it is worth it yeah. noting that five people died while looking for the treasure so that's crazy because it was in yeah. such like they i mean like they're going into the rocky mountains and they're climbing and it's really pre precarious and some of them did it on their own but like this was like as recent as this past march someone named michael wayne sexton he passed away but his companion recovered thankfully even though he remained unnamed but like that was mm -hmm. even just this past march of 2020 so like it's crazy and the chief of new mexico state police back in 2017 actually asked him to end the chase because it's just so dangerous and it's super damaging so people are like stupid which we know but they were going into mm -hmm. national parks like yellowstone because technically that was still part of that area that it could have been found in and they were like mm -hmm. damaging artifacts and like one person yeah. like was digging into the ground in yellowstone which you're not supposed to do obviously and then one person yeah do you need permits or can you not you're not even supposed to ever dig Okay, ever. And okay, it's not even like, oh, you need a permit to dig. No, and in fairness, like, he didn't say that it was, like, necessarily buried. He just said hidden. So, for all we know, it could have been underneath that. a big boulder. And I mean... Yeah, like, hidden in plain yeah, sight. this is an older man doing this. It's not like it should be, like, hard labor intensive. Like, as long as you're able to walk, you should be able to find the treasure. And it could have been for anybody's yeah. age. But people are stupid. They're going to dig in national parks if they think that there's a treasure there. And even one mm -hmm. person broke into his home, which was crazy. Like... Like my, I told him my treasure's not. Yeah, I mean, in fairness, he is like an antiquities guy, so he that's does, true. He probably has a lot. Of he does have a lot of valuables, which I actually found out that he was being investigated by the FBI in 2009 for possible, yeah, for possible artifact looting from the Four Corners area, which is like obviously against federal antiquities laws and he didn't get like he got some items confiscated from his home but he didn't get any charges brought against him so like i don't really know where that ended up landing up but two mm -hmm. people who were accused along with him ended up committing suicide and he ended up blaming the fbi for those like the loss of those people which is just like bonkers but it also goes to show like i studied archaeology like that's what i went to school for which you know but like a lot mm -hmm. of it was like the debate which is still a debate going on as to who artifacts belong to when they're dug up 
You know what I mean? Yeah. So like being yeah. It's, uh, like, yeah. it's, it's almost like sort yeah. of and since he's like yeah. an arts and antiquities collector it's like you'd hope that he's doing it the smart way but you never know you know what I mean I know I, I really talk about that and even like museums it's like is it okay to have like mummies on display like yeah is, like I know art aren't people but it's kind of that same like who does it belong yeah, to? Yeah, and I mean, he has <laughs> artifacts too, so he yeah. did collect bones and stuff. So, you know, it's yeah. it's just like a touchy area, but like that was something new yeah. that I found out because like I said, I've been following this since about, I don't know, maybe 2011. I don't know necessarily right when it came out, but back when I was in high school, so still before 2012, when it was like a fresh search and that I didn't know about until more recently, but it's still just bonkers. But anyways, the treasure was found. It was found earlier this month, June, in fact, 2020, from a man somewhere back east, like in the United States. And it was confirmed by mm-hmm. Fenn through a photograph. But Fenn, yeah, wow. like, so like the guy sent him a photograph and he's like, yep, that that's definitely it. But he like wouldn't say where like Fen wouldn't reveal to us where it was buried, but he did say it was found like in the spot that he buried it. So no one moved it. And he did say that the person who found it, found it using the poem that he had published for it, which oh I know. God. And how long he was that he was alive when this, I know and he said that he was grateful like in an interview that he did he said that it was like cool that he it was found but also kind of like disappointing that it was found because the chase is over you know like that means this is done maybe he's just gonna have to bury some I mean maybe that would be cool I mean now so like when he buried it it was estimated to be one million dollars which obviously still bonkers but it is estimated now to be two million dollars worth of treasure like including the box and the stuff inside so i was just like crazy um i actually have like a copy of the poem if you want me to read some of it out loud yeah okay cool. so i'll read it right now as i have gone alone in there and with my treasures bold i can keep my secret where and hint of riches new and old begin it where warm waters halt and take it in the canyon down not far but too far to walk put in below the home of brown from there it's no place for the meek the end is ever drawing nigh there'll be no paddle up your creek just heavy loads and water high if you've been wise and found the blaze look quickly down your quest to cease but tarry scant with marvel gaze just take the chest and go in peace so why is it that i must go and leave my trove for all to seek the answers i already know i've done it tired and now i'm weak so hear me all and listen good. Your effort will be worth the cold. If you br- are brave and in the wood, I give you title to the gold. Cool, right? Wow. So, wow. Yeah. So using that, like, with the, tri- um, begin it where warm waters halt and take it in the canyon down. Like, that was trying to, like, narrow down where exactly in the mountains it potentially was. And it was really cool because right before we recorded this, like, in fact, I literally mean, like, last night, I found out that there was an episode about this on Expedition Unknown. Yeah. So I was like, I have to watch it. So, like, literally last night, right before recording this, I watched it. And it was so cool. So he, like, actually had went um, and did an interview with Forrest Fenn for part of the episode. For those of you who don't watch Expedition Unknown, like... Um, sorry Josh I'm like assuming here yeah this is one of those episodes though because it was season two right yeah I was not consistent watching the earlier seasons Mm -hmm. so um 
I must have missed this episode because I didn't even know about this treasure and I like love exposition. Yeah, like I've I've seen sporadic episodes so not like following from season to season of the show, but it was really yeah. cool when I found out. If anyone's interested, it'll either show up as it's definitely season two, episode six or seven, depending on like what your service provider counts. Cause you know how they always have like oh, wow. a bonus episode or something like that. Yeah. So it's either six yeah. or seven, but it's like blatantly like Fen's treasure. And he talks with Fen and Fen like reveals like, he's like, definitely like, I didn't tell anyone it's still there. Like, I know it's still there. And then also Josh ended up going with like three separate groups of people who thought they were like close on the tail of, um discovering it which they didn't because this episode aired um like six years after the very the treasure was buried so four years ago and we know that it wasn't till found like now you know what i mean so um he didn't find it spoiler alert but it was still really cool and it he like really was able to like show like one group was like a whole family like three different generations of people going to find the treasure together and at least like it showed that they were like enjoying the outdoors together and like the nature and he was like they look down from their phones while we were talking about it and it's just like really refreshing to see from today's youth you know yeah so so yeah it was really cool the only question that i had out of all of it like i mean aside from the fact like i wish that the guy who found it would like publish like show pictures of it just publicly so because he doesn't want to be known like he doesn't want to be identified which Fair, mm-hmm. like I get that, but like it would be cool. yeah, because you don't want people knocking down your do- door knowing that you have two million dollars. <laughs> exactly. But like, I would be cool if he like showed like I don't know if he like publicized the pictures of like the spot where it was taken, so that like other travelers would know. Like Fen even said that that people had gotten kind of put that spot down in history. Yeah, and also like just for people who had spent like years of their life looking for it, because he said that Closer. some people had. Like, he publicly stated some people got within 200 feet of it without finding it, but he didn't tell which people that was. Like, he didn't tell, say, who it was that was super close. Like, can you imagine being 200, like, within 200 feet of $2 million worth of buried treasure and, like, you quit your job looking for this thing and then someone else random finds it? Like, I'd want to know. I'd want to know how close I were. Like, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And also, yeah. Like, where, yeah. Or would you want to know how close you were? I would. Would you? I, I'm way too smart. Uh, I'd, I'd, like, need to know. Because I'd rather be, like, way off base than, like, find out I was that person that was, like, 200 feet away. You know what I mean? And then, like, the only other question I had about it was the whole fact that, like, his wife didn't even know where where it was buried. But, like, he wanted to, like, die. Like, not wanted to die, but he wanted to be buried there if he died. So I'm like, how would anyone know where to bury you unless he, like, wrote it down? I was gonna actually ask that. I was like, does he like? I was like, once he's buried, like, wouldn't that give it away? I know, like, but I guess it doesn't. It was like a moot point because he survived. Thankfully, he survived. So. Survived. So it doesn't matter. But I wonder if like he had a person. He said no. One. I bet maybe he like wrote it in his will or something like that. Maybe. And also, yeah. he could have just not. I don't think that he said. Since he announced this after it was already, like, he announced this with his autobiography in 2010, and it was already buried, like, he already knew that he was alive, so, like, he could have just, like, gotten rid of a will that it was in or something like that. You know what I mean? Like, afterwards. Yeah. Yeah, I Yeah, but... Anyways, I thought it was really awesome. It was crazy because you texted me that it was found and I was like, what the heck? And you're like, I didn't even know. And I'm like, well, this is amazing. But then you told me about something that I didn't even know about, which is even bigger yeah. than this. But mm-hmm. And also on Expedition. Also on Expedition. So, um, let's take a little break. Yeah, let's do it. And then you'll get into and it. I will come back and tell you about this insane ongoing treasure. Oh, yeah. 
So the next treasure hunt I'm going to tell you about in this episode is um, a treasure hunt that started back in the 1980s by a guy named Byron Price. Um, so you may or may not heard have heard of a book called The Secret. And when I say The Secret, you're probably automatically thinking, listeners are probably automatically thinking about the Law of Attraction movie made to book about like how you can use your mind to get anything you want. And I'd love to have an episode talking about the Law of Attraction and all the things that go into that. But that's not what we're talking about today. The Secret is actually also a book, um, a treasure hunting book that um, includes 12 poems and 12 pictures. And like these pictures are insanely intricate, insanely beautiful. Um, I wonder if we'll put some pictures up on the Instagram of them because they're just so beautiful. Um, but the treasure hunt, again, started um, by Byron Price. He went around major cities in the United States and Canada um, to bury these small boxes. And inside the boxes are keys and if you get the key, you win. You you win. Do you win? I guess you do. <laughs> you do win. win um, a gemstone. And like each gemstone is like shown to the pictures. But you have to match the poem. It's really involved because you have to match the poem to the picture to even figure out what city this box could be hidden in. Yeah, like at least like so with the Fen treasure, like it's like a straightforward like this is the poem. This is the treasure. For this, it's like, mm -hmm. no. First, you have to, like, just figure it out what it is and which picture first you have to what. Fig yeah. First, you have to, like, figure out the poem. Where would the poem take place? Then you have to figure out what picture that you would um, connect the poem to. And then you actually have to search for the treasure, which, as it seems, seems to be no easy feat. So, again, this... Um, I feel like this treasure hunt really um, exploded after it was on Expedition Unknown. There's been three episodes so far. I don't have the numbers. I don't know if you have the numbers, Megan. Oh, but um, I don't have them on me right now. I did. <laughs> I had my notebook before and then. <laughs> I think it was like season six and, and seven. But um, yeah, there were three episodes and um, two of them were following um, the people who have already found Mm -hmm. treasure so only oh i should say only three have been found out of the 12 the most recent one found last year in boston which they were actually able to get footage on of on expedition unknown which was insane so they found um the boston treasure mm -hmm. live on tv recording everything um and it, it's kind of amazing that they were able to even dig out that email from the guy who had decided uh, who had like figured it out because um josh gates came to long island last year and i'm telling you no one was concerned with anything else other than this treasure hunt mm -hmm. like this has become a very big thing like people are just throwing theories around so much um but the first one was found in um 1983 1980 yeah 1983 in chicago illinois um because these boys just found this book and in the picture they saw something that looked similar to a building in their city and they just, in, in um, Chicago and just randomly found it. Which um, can I say like, yeah. so like I didn't know about this before you had told me about this mm -hmm. and obviously became obsessed. And I watched those ep episodes of Expedition Unknown. And when I first watched the one about the, like they had, since Josh Gates had interviewed like two of the guys that had found it back mm -hmm. in the 80s, I loved that they, they were like, we found it because they loved 
like Dungeons and Dragons and skill <laughs> yeah. games, like games like that. And they were like, why not go on a real life treasure hunt for a gemstone? And that's what inspired them to go out because they were like, we're solving these clues and stuff like that. And we play games all the time. Why not do it in reality? Mm-hmm. And I mean, look, it paid off. Like they're clever people. I just yeah. love that it's like they were Dungeons and Dragons players that got them into it. Oh, yeah, right? Because they're like, yeah, let's do this. Um, And just the fact that they even found it, because so many people, again, so many people are finding so much difficulty, like, like, finding um, this stuff. And again, it was written in the 1980s. So anybody who's searching right now, you don't know how much the landscape has changed. So they had found it three years after this book was really published. So it was like perfect timing. Um, The next one after that wasn't even found until 2004. Mm -hmm. So we're talking 20 years later and that was in Cleveland, Ohio. Um, And those were like regular, um, I think businessmen who lawyers were really interested, lawyers who were really interested in just like, oh, hey, like we found this book, let's do this. Um, Yeah, I loved it. And then- and, um, and, And there was another one who, it was kind of like a magical, um, find because when they went to look for it, they were frustrated because they went, they followed the poem and um, they couldn't like quite figure out the last clue. And then suddenly it clicked and they were like six steps away from where the box was. Which is like incredible because yeah. like imagine they had given up and they were so, so close. I feel like the treasure hunts ends like that because I feel like it was also with the first one they couldn't find anything and then some, they smashed something yes, right like yeah they threw something the guy, on the like, brick threw down then, his shovel at it and then realized that there was something underneath yes so it was like almost these like really random findings even though you're on the path to find it and even the Boston episode if you decide that to one watch it was- that park was about the park because it was a baseball all- field. Yeah, yeah. A baseball field, but it was in a park. Yeah, yeah. Um, all the boxes are are buried in parks. That's another big thing. So it's like finding the park. Um, but that park was about to be destroyed. Yeah, like it literally was like under, under construction, construction, which is just crazy. And like, thankfully, the guy who found it had like talked to the construction workers that were there because then they contacted the guy again. They're like, wait, no, we we just found something because they were like on the lookout. Because also like the boxes like you said they're just like plexiglass boxes so they're like weatherproof Mm -hmm. but then it's like all ceramic that's on the inside so like Mm -hmm. obviously once that's destroyed it's so easily broken up and i loved watching that boston episode since like the guy was out there with his kids like and they found it together i loved that Mm -hmm. now this is another um treasure hunt where no one knows where the other like no one's privy to the information even the artist who um painted all the pictures which again these pictures are gorgeous Gorgeous. yeah the artist his name is john jude palancar he's like a famous painter like he's painted like others like done other yeah yeah. if you've ever heard of the book like that's a very popular book he painted the cover Mm -hmm. again um, and they're gorgeous like mm-hmm. just look at them like I would have them painting up in my house like so so mm-hmm. chill like so cool and then just the hidden clues in these pictures you wouldn't even like um again at the end of the Boston episode they had um this artist come and explain all like the symbolism within the picture 
Which and it's like, and you're like, oh my god, I didn't even see that. Yeah, was written out in her dress or whatever. Yeah, it's incredible. Like they were only able to figure out some of the clues, and it's like they were from the area. Like, I mean, we're from New York, and we've taken a look. Like, I don't know. It's like, yes, you know your history, but it's also so hard because it could be just like steps away. Yeah, and I loved that he wouldn't that the the artist. Um, John June Palancar, how he wouldn't mm. say anything. Like, he's like, I don't know for sure, but even if I did, I'm not going to spoil it. Yeah. Oh, another thing I didn't even talk about yet is that Byron Price died really young. Mm-hmm. He died in like, his 40s or 50s, which I think is also insane. Almost a little bit of a parallel to this this Fen treasure. Um, I know. And Fen didn't, uh, didn't end up dying. Didn't, yeah. Didn't die, but Byron Price did die it's almost like he he had this you know phenomenal treasure hunt he created this whole thing and he died of a car accident so it wasn't like he knew he was going to die no yeah he just happened to like set off this whole treasure hunt and then die really young and all those secrets are kind of with him um his daughters don't know where any of them are um and his wife doesn't know where any of the boxes are Mm -hmm. um although his wife is in charge of all the gemstones now Mm -hmm. um, for people if people find um another thing that's really beautiful about this treasure hunt sorry megan I didn't no yeah no, um is the um his daughters in one of the episodes talk about how passionate he was about immigration oh, i loved that that so, was so heartwarming so every picture every poem has to do with a different um ethnic group that came to immigrate to america and I thought that was really beautiful. So even in the pictures, you see kind of where the the symbolisms lie and where where the um, homages, homage, homage, homage. Yes. Yeah. No, I love that. Like it, it's such a beautiful. Like his daughter is like talking on his behalf. Like it was such a passionate thing. Like he felt so strongly in this, and that he like really wanted to bring the communities together. Mm-hmm. It's just such a beautiful, it's like another, like the Fen treasure, like he wanted people to go outdoors and so did Price, but also like, it's that added layer of like, these are really major cities that they're in. And all of these major cities have a huge immigration back. Mm-hmm. I mean, we're in the United States, of course, it's going to be yeah. a huge, immig- but like he wanted to really pay credit to like the, those people, you know? Yeah. The people who have come here to make um, mm-hmm. like a better Yeah. It's so beautiful. Um, yeah, because even there is not a box. The New York box hasn't been found, um, but it's definitely not on Ellis Island because you cannot touch Ellis Island. <laughs> no, yeah. Um, but yeah, just the idea of like like his daughter say that he was really connected to that island. Like they're all their their relatives came through the island. They went to even go see like their names on the the plaques. Mm-hmm. So um, that was just another really beautiful thing about the treasure hunt and like what it it um, means, what it meant to Price. Um, Absolutely. And then, yeah. and then even like, um, yeah, in all the pictures I have like my notes, you can see like the gemstones and also like different zodiac signs. It was just also beautiful. It was like 12 pictures, 12 zodiac signs. So each... Um, so there was one episode um, that would they their theory was that you had to. Um, oh, are you talking about like they can the shadow right? The yes. shadow at a certain time during the certain overlap of like zodiac signs. Yeah, so it was like an added like you can't even like not only do you have to decipher which poem to what painting and then which city is referenced in which poem and painting, but then also it was like 
perhaps the month you would have to go find it. Yeah, like the exact day of the year that it changes over into that season or something like or that. Or that um that horoscope. Mm-hmm. Which is like bonkers. Though that wasn't yeah, like a looking for the cancer one. So it was like they were there, like what would the shadow of this statue look like on June twenty first when it turns over the cancer or something. Mm-hmm. But I don't think that that was like a confirmed like No, it wasn't yeah. confirmed. But it was a very interesting theory, especially because there are different zodiac signs hidden in the pictures. So what does that mean? Yeah, exactly. Like, like why? What does that symbolize? Or is that just an extra like a, red, a red herring of some yeah, sort? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I don't know. And like the other thing that scares me about this is like that like they almost didn't find the Boston one because it was oh like my God, and then especially because like he passed away like if that was destroyed no one would have ended up being able to ever find it you know mm-hmm. like that it just is kind of scary because I think like his daughters had even said that he wasn't and his wife said that he wasn't planning on this going on for quite as long as it did like mm-hmm. aside from the fact that he died tragically young it wasn't supposed to be like this insane and in fairness like he in um in the expedition unknown episode and like when you were telling me about it like i had found out that he the way that price actually went to go bury like the keys themselves mm-hmm. like, he would just like go to a park and then like dress up like a construction worker yeah so, like, yeah so like, a lot of these parks like i was asking before about permits a lot of these parks you can't just go digging you have to get a permit yeah so, so it's yeah you can't like it really if you were going on this treasure hunt you'd have there's a lot of paperwork depending on where you're digging um you like we're not in a time period anymore where you can just go and look for this yeah no it's like even if you have an idea of where it is you have to be like oh hey state like i want (laughs) to dig in this spot and you only have a permit for one hole so you can't even like go around it's so Um, crazy it is um a little uh, difficult and i know with the new orleans one the one that's um said to be in new orleans um Again, since it was written in the 1980s, there's like a line that doesn't quite in the poem that doesn't quite fit to a map. And they're like, it's probably because where whatever that line like is supposed to landmark probably doesn't even exist anymore. Like it could have just been washed away. It could have been washed away. It could the whatever construction, whatever building could have just been wow. taken. Those things happen. Um, there was one episode, I forget where they were, where they were looking in like um all like um, the plaques that were um, removed from the area. I think it was in Virginia. I could be wrong. Um, and they were like looking through this this townhouse of like stuff that was in the park that was no longer in the park. And they were like, can we find a sign of like what this line might have been? Right. Oh, right. I forgot. Yeah, because yeah, yeah. it, it, it was like something 40 like- 40 years, right? Yeah. 40, 40 years. Yeah, 40 years. 40 years yeah because it, it was like referencing something like it's like what if he's referring to like a clock tower and then they got it refurbished and it's like you know like you really have to look up historical paperwork and that's if you are in the right city mm-hmm. so it's yeah. just crazy exactly it's it kind of boggles my mind that three have even been found yeah three have uh, um nine have yeah three have been found yeah. yeah there's still nine out there so guys listeners if you're looking for a treasure hunt and you're in the united states and or canada 
this might be the treasure hunt for you. Seriously, we definitely want to, the next time we can go out, because people think that it's like in Brooklyn somewhere, we want to mm-hmm. go look out there. Like, <laughs> yeah, we do want to take a day where we just kind of search around and see. And I do have an idea of what park I think it would be in. If I'm not going to say it on here. Um, but I do have my own, <laughs> my own thoughts. That's awesome. So maybe one day we'll be bringing you guys an update on this case, like a personal update. <laughs> a personal update. And we might be uh, gemstone holders at that time. But yes. who knows? Who knows? I know. And in the meantime, we could totally keep tabs on this. Yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. absolutely. Cool. So that's, that's uh, the treasure hunt of The Secret. I love it. Thank you so much for sharing that. We love talking about treasure hunting. It's fun and mysterious and gives you a sense of wonder. If you guys have had any treasure hunting story that you know about that you want us to feature, perhaps, or Mm -hmm. you find treasure yourself and you want to tell us about it. Yeah, but I wouldn't blame you if you want to keep that a secret. (laughs) Exactly. Keep that down Loctite. But uh, you guys can reach out to us. You can reach out to us on our website, outoftheaveragepod.squarespace.com. Or you can um, reach us on Instagram at out of the average pod. And also we have a Gmail um, out of the average pod at gmail.com. So you can email us there. Oh yeah. And this week's episode was researched by Allison and myself and edited by us. And the music was by Michael Vontis. Mm-hmm. And we look forward to talking to you guys next week. So stay weird. Yeah. Stay weird guys. Thank you for listening. <laughs>